We in the building. Yo. Cash flow. <laughs> yeah, my low. With darkness, yo. Y'all already know. <laughs> <laughs> Either one of us kicked no flows. I know, but it rhymed, though. It rhymed, though. I love it. it. I take it. I take it. <laughs> but it wouldn't get us too far. Hey. 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 There you go. Ah, like that drop. So we can't roll with the beat, though. Anyhow. Yeah. Man, thank you all for tuning in. Appreciate y'all coming through. Preach y'all, appreciate y'all listening and stuff. Um, appreciate. Yeah, man. This is we just. Yeah, yeah. yeah we know chilling it. here. <laughs> yeah, in the south. Speaking about the south. Ah, it's gonna turn this stuff down. Turn it down. Okay, bit. let's turn it down. All we right, we, we here in Atlanta, man. Um, can <sighs> y'all please stop coming to Atlanta criticizing our city? Oh man, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess this is gonna be just us. Again, um, we're planning. Uh, it's coming towards the end of the year right now. Um, we'll be probably about, I don't know, about December. I don't know what month this is, like November, December at this point. We're, you're listening to this. And, you know, we're planning for the new year. Oh, yeah. New changes, new opportunity and growth. And so... As usual, like I said, if the conversation get good, hit the core button. Let's <laughs> see how it go. Because right, you can't go wrong. It's, nah. it's conversation. Cocktails and conversation without the cocktails. Um, so this week, again, thank you all for tuning in. Let me introduce myself. Let me, let me, I don't know what that song says. Let me clear my throat. That's what it says. Let me clear my throat. Um. This is Brother Yusuf Muhammad, Yams Creation on all social networks. I am the brother to the light. I am that funk in your left thigh, striving to become the groove in your right, only if you're single (laughs) (laughs) and clean. Um, But yes, I'm Yusuf Muhammad, Yams Creation, and I'm sitting Riding coach with the big homie. Dark Shining Light, y'all. I appreciate it. Y'all, Tim Hargrove. Y'all can follow me at Dark Shining Light on IG. Dark Shining Light on Facebook. Dark Shining Light because I'm underneath your bed on the cool side of the pillow. (laughs) (laughs) We're here chilling. um, Yeah, man. uh, The conversation was about um, changes. Life and things that are Gotta going make a on. change. Oh my, that's just the way it is. All right, I was going for uh, Michael Jackson. What <laughs> <laughs> you went to, Pac? I got to, I got to go. Jay would be proud. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Hey, uh, hey, hey, we here. We here. The cocktails conversation. Grown adults have grown conversations about real. Sh- that's what we here for. So, um, like I said, end of the year, new things coming in. And uh, my homie's in the studio again with us this week, so he may jump in and out. So I'll let him introduce himself. Y'all know who this is. Say something. Hey, what's going on, homie? <laughs> <laughs> Forgot who he was for a second. Oh, oh, me. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. sitting here eating with us. Might yeah. as well speak. So, so what's just... going on, uh, Russell? I'm in the building. Mr. International 3000. Of course, Mr. International has been a... I found Nuba. He's right here. Y'all know what it is. Find the dude, but y'all know what it is. So we're in the studio. Um, I introduced Russell whenever he tries to kick in. We were eating and talking. And what 
and uh, Tim said, let's just turn the microphone on, man. Let's have a conversation while we're here. Right. You know, keep it rolling. So, um, changes. New year, new you, bullshit that's coming up. Everybody about to start saying. <laughs> I thought you were about to say, like, what that got to do with anything with this? Um, but the changes, and you know, I know the other week when Sue was here, we, saw, we were talking about after life of marriage and we were talking about um, just the after stuff, but I'm at the point where we have to uh, also start dealing with the change that's in self. So, yeah, go ahead and start, man. man I look life, at it like, life. you know, for, if you're looking for the new year in order to change, you already started out wrong. And I mean, you go, uh, you just waiting on this Thanksgiving to get here and <laughs> this Christmas so you can show out. But honestly, for real though, man, like, if you're trying to do something with yourself, do it now, man. Just go ahead. Get you know you've been passing by the gym. You, you listening to me right now. You know you've been passing by the gym. Put, put, that, put that sandwich down. Put that sandwich down. Put that turkey leg. Put them chicken with You know good well. Hey, this brother, this show fourth you. time going yep. to uh, the Juicy Crab this week. You know, I, you know I'm going to one-up you on that. I'm going to one-up you on that. I told my weed heads out there, hey, it's okay to take a break. <laughs> my, my Bro, put it down. Yeah, take, take a month off. Just take a month off. Take that time. You can hear them. And go, <laughs> oh, shit. All right. <laughs> Fast from the, from the alcohol. How about that? Yeah. Let's, let's take, yeah. A, take a break. Drink some water. Water. Get some water, some H2O. <laughs> what do they say? High quality. High quality. H2O. <laughs> get you some of that. And let's 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 start fresh. Let's start fresh. Get prepared for this new year. But it don't start then. It starts whenever you decide to make it happen. Yeah, that's it don't real. have to start at the beginning of the year. That's real. That ain't even a real new year. Because I mean, hell, you was born on a particular day. So <laughs> that's your new year. But at the end of the day, let's start right now. Don't wait on it. Just clean house. Start yeah. internally. Flush your body. You know, let's change the diet. When's the last time you had a green vegetable? And I ain't talking about collard greens. When's the last time you had some spinach? <laughs> Weed is green, brother. What are you talking about? <laughs> When's the last time you had a vegetable? Oh, it depends. Let's, let's change. Table. Let's let <laughs> a veggie table. Exactly. So, so let's, let's start fresh. You know? You but, know what? But, it, you know, it, a lot of folks, they be trying to eat better. And you ever see people who go and get sides and say, I've had my vegetables. They didn't eat macaroni and cheese. They didn't eat starch, Look, rice, starch. But I've been eating healthy. No, no. You know. You're eating fattening. <laughs> a lot of people, they want to do right, but they don't really know what to, where to go about. How to start that chain. Yeah. But the thing about, I, I love, I love life. Change starts within. Yeah. But because we've matriculated through technology right now, right. change starts within, but it's easy to change by just picking up your hand on that phone. It's true. So when you say that people don't know how to do it, it's because they choose not to know. It's true. All you have to do is literally ask Siri, yeah. ask Bixby, Bixby, whatever the name is for the Google. Android, Google, whatever you want to call. If you're that lazy that you don't want to type it in, ask them the question. What can I do to change my life? Yeah. How do I start this diet regimen? Whatever it is, because the desire, we're taught as Muslims, 
nation of Islam, 100% dissatisfaction will bring about a 100% change. But you can't have a 99%. You can't have a 99.99999%. It has to be 100%. It's like a woman who's in a bad relationship. If she she will stay, you, you've seen these women stand up for long term, getting her ass whooped, drugged down the steps, been to the hospital, everything under the sun wrong. But it's that one day, because she's 60%, 70%, 80%, 90%, but that one day she wakes up and says, I'm done. She changes. She leaves. But like you said, you, you got to get to that 100%. You know what? When you get good and tired. <laughs> <laughs> Not good and terrible, good and tired. You know, because a lot of people are, there's some people out there who's sick. You know, they, they are hurting. They can't really do what they want to do, and they... And they still don't change. Some people die in that whole I'ma just be me. I'ma just be me. Like, man, but but this ain't really you. You know, I, I've heard people say, you know, I want to get my uh my body back, my, my college weight back. But in college, you was, you know, on the track team and you were in basketball and you know, you 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 were in shape and you were, you know, in the band and you don't do none of that no more. Oh, shit. You go to work, come home, and lay down and eat. <laughs> and, eat. and talk eat. about your past like Al Bundy. <laughs> I was I was top, what was it? What was he? Um, <laughs> four, yeah. four touchdowns. Four touchdowns in a single game. <laughs> you know, ah. when, when I look at people. Put on your Letterman jacket. Got to feel warm <laughs> in it. <laughs> I was the shit back in the day. <laughs> and you got to be careful, like, when you go out here, too, especially in a city like Atlanta, because it's a lot of people who come to Atlanta and they really don't know what they're talking about. You know, you got to recognize you don't want to get got. You you sit up there, you know, you go to a trainer and <laughs> you mess around and get hurt because he's not really trained in how to, <laughs> how to help you, mm. you know, or you go to uh, a dietitian and they are 200 pounds overweight. They don't need, you know, you need somebody yeah, who's practicing. Yeah, because, you know, <laughs> Yeah, it was just we just we we start off with change, but we kind of go all over the place because this is just us having a conversation as grown men, and you know I'm dealing with changing myself. Yeah. Um. Congratulations on the weight loss, my brother. Thank you very much, man. Them lifting them burgers was getting out of shape. <laughs> Curling them two pound burgers is month. Um. But thank you very much for that, man. I'm striving to be better as we walk into a new year. This. 40-year-old weight, your metabolism slowing down, your stamina slowing down if you're choosing to slow down like that. Your life is changing. But it's a direct, conscious decision of what I want to do. Like I said, coming out of this past few years, just choosing to deal with the life that I was choosing to deal with, I had an epiphany. This is the funny epiphany. I said this to my mother one day. I was like, mother, I'm tired of pretending to be broke. (laughs) (laughs) She looked at me and said, what? I said, mother, I'm tired of pretending to be broke. And that was my epiphany that day that I no longer want to live this way. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm degrading myself to make someone else feel better. Yeah. I'm degrading myself because I'm not pushing myself to 
the limit that I know I should be doing because I could do better. That's true. I'm tired of being unhealthy, if you want to say this, where you understand it, for other people. I was tired of it. So these last few weeks, I've been, as Rasul said, change starts when you're ready. My change started for me around October. I said that I'm going to start getting things in order that I want to be a better person. I looked at it like this. I had a brother, let me say, past the other week. And I was looking at it like, if I die today, what do I leave my children? Yeah. Debt. I have a few things that I've amassed, but it's not nothing that can last in a while. It'll be gone in a couple of years. So, tired of being broke. I'm tired of being the way I am and blaming other folks for the situations that I've caused myself to be in. Mm-hmm. So as you're listening, you know, again, just conversation we're talking about life. What are you tired of? What are you choosing to continue to do? Like there's a saying and I love it. And I'm, I think I'm, I'm about to F it all the way up when I say it. But some of us, it says something like, some of us don't need God's help. We already know what to do. We just need discipline. That means you need to, you know what to do. You just don't have the discipline to put yourself in place to make it happen. Yeah. Let me help you out on that. Go ahead, so, brother. You still need God's help, but the thing is, prayer without works is dead. That's yeah. That's, you know, that, that's another that's way it. of saying it. Because it, it wasn't saying that you don't need God help. It's like everybody said, God, tell me what to do. God has told you what to do. He been told you. Stop you ain't got the discipline. Right. <laughs> Red light. <laughs> but it's just you don't have the discipline to make it happen. Yeah. That's right. You need discipline. Yeah. So the prayer, oh, God, Jesus, help me do this. I, I, you know, I'm praying to God. But you keep lifting that fork every day and not going to the gym. And the thing is, what you're choosing to put on that fork. You know what I mean? Like, and the other thing is... Some people go to the gym and they go straight to the massage table. They go straight this, to this, the, this, to the lounge and they, you know, watching somebody. Like, you got to put in the work. You get in, you get out what you put in. And <laughs> especially, you know, you don't want to procrastinate. Do it now. You got to do it when you don't feel like it. You got to do it because what you have to look at is you got to go beyond motivation. A lot of people, they get all riled up. They listen to their motivation tapes and, you know, tape. I had, I'm aging myself, right? Yeah, you are. <laughs> I see. Motivation tapes. <laughs> Lord, yo, were, were they VHS? <laughs> <laughs> were they A-track? Man, look, a lot of people listen to, uh, they have their, uh, the reels and the Facebook, and, uh, YouTube and all this other stuff, right? The stories and all this stuff with TikTok. And they'll get highly motivated. And then they'll go into the gym that day, that week, next week, hey, this it is raining outside. Uh, you know what? My 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 arms a little sore. Oh man, I didn't you get know, to sleep last night. You know, I I, I got to get up in the morning. Uh, it's too early. Let me hit this news button one more time. Uh, you know what? I got to go ahead and, and cook dinner. And I no, you got to get it in. And it's the discipline that comes with that. You got to discipline is doing the things that you know you need to do when you don't feel like it. That's Do right. it anyway. And that's actually obedience. If if we ask for God to do something or to tell us something, right? Mm-hmm. And he told us what to do. And we find a reason 
back to, to do, do it. it. That's disobedient. Because he already put it on our heart. He already put it on our mind. Man, people pay, you know, we pay everybody else attention. We, we, we listen to everything else except for what we're supposed to do. But yet we'll get mad at somebody in our lives if they don't do what we wanted and what we asked them to do because they didn't feel like it. Can I put some Michigan sauce on that? Go ahead, man. Or oh, a wish a nigga sauce. <laughs> <laughs> so the wish the, the, the salt I'm gonna put on that. The a sauce. seasoning sauce I'm gonna put on that one is that we're taught obedience is better than sacrifice. Oh yeah. And many people don't agree, don't understand that, and it takes the maturity to get into that. The obedience, most of us say that, you know, God, why you ain't blessed me? I'm giving up all of this to the community. I'm always doing this. I'm giving, I'm giving. You're sacrificing for others. That is great. But the biggest sacrifice you need to make is for yourself. Oh, yeah. And that's the obedience. The obedience of, yes, you're sacrificing to help people out, but you're a community whore. Yes, you're sacrificing to do all of this. You've never heard of that one. Yes, you community whore. Uh, <laughs> you're passing your goods out, everyone. Um, Yes, you're sacrificing to help do all this, but yet you're morally wrong. You're deprived. Obedience to God is that when God's telling you, my brother, sit down. My brother, I need you to stop eating fat bat chitlins and hog mogs. <laughs> I need you to stop drinking and smoking so much. That's obedience. And then when he tells you, do this, and like you said, you choose to do opposite. And then you wonder why you're not getting the blessing that you know you should be reaping. Now, I'm not just talking to you who's listening, who's feeling like I'm just sticking that finger down your throat right now. I'm talking to myself as I'm doing this because, again, this is the last year's reflection. Brother, that obedience is better than sacrifice because in order to make that change, you got to be willing to submit. Yeah. And you don't have to, not submitting to yourself and what you're, it's not, it's not my will be done, it's thine wills be done. And by most of us sitting up in mine, it's about me, vain, arrogant, unhumble individuals listening, because I'm including myself in this one, is that this is our problem. We're trying to- It ain't about you. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you stand on it. And that's, yeah. that's the thing, like we do wrong and we stand on the wrong. And you don't want nobody to correct you on it. Yeah. You know what? A lot of people are out there doing everything that society tell them to do. You know, um, there's some really hard workers out there. and But their life is still out of whack because they don't know how to kick back and enjoy life. Enjoy the, enjoy the fruit of their labor. There are some people who, have, who are working beyond the means or the necessity. The fruit of their they don't even know how, like, some people are out there, they're missing friends, right? They ain't talked to people in years because they're so busy. And it goes, it, it has gone past if, uh, being effective and efficient. When they don't know how to sit down and have a personality, mm. laugh at a joke, enjoy the time that they have, because they're, and that comes from worry. A lot of the root word of that is worry, because if they don't do X, Y, and Z, feel like they'll slip back into the person that they used to be and then they lose the person that they are mm. by not knowing how to <laughs> for a lot of folks like when last time you called your mama when last time you actually spent time with your parents when you had a great friend 
I'm, I'm so glad Rasul came back. But, but where you been? <laughs> <laughs> no, but a lot of people, they don't know how to be an enjoyable person. Some people have said, well, I ain't got no friends. That's not a badge of honor. You know what I'm saying? A lot of, I don't need nobody. That's not a badge of honor. We all need each other. See. And so with a lot of, you know, it seems like there's, y- y- y'all been feeling that? Like it's a sense of people who just feel like they're islands. Like they self-made and self-built. But that's uh, not the case for any of us. It's in real talk when it comes down to it and you hit the nail on the head. You know, everybody is now, you know, we have been divided and conquered. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Everybody has been divided and conquered. And they're using social media to do it. Because everybody on social media, everybody who wants to be a guru, everybody wants to talk about something they ain't got no real um, expertise in. You know, everybody's telling you, oh, you don't need to be around people that, you know, do you a certain way. You you, uh, separate yourself from everybody. Yeah. Separate yourself from everybody. You don't need that negative energy around you. See, this is what they're spitting out. But see, the problem about it is. When you're talking that language, you're you're leaving off the fact that the negative energy started inside of you. Uh oh. <laughs> the negative energy was within. He just dropped that bomb. <laughs> and when and especially when it comes to your family, because at the end of the day, you know, people get all well, you know, blood really ain't thicker than water, you know. Yeah. Your family got got it out for you and they they hating on you. It's a bunch of haters in your family. On some levels, that might be true, but on some levels, they might see something that you don't. And you don't want to acknowledge. Uh, and they're trying to help you. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, your family is the only people that actually give a fuck about you. <laughs> Everybody else don't give a fuck. Exactly. They just, they hey, it's just, you're around, okay? Uh-huh. I like you, or I'm going to see what I can get from you. Uh-huh. And I'm talking about, it don't matter if it's a relationship, a homegirl, mm-hmm. homeboy, or, or something. It doesn't matter. They don't really, like, they're not attached to you like your family is. Yeah. But instead of you healing your family, and healing with your family, you just want to, I'm going to separate myself. I'm going to get Came far away from you. All uh, me. I'm done. <laughs> but let something actually happen. Something uh-huh. drastic. Yeah. Something major happen. Guess who what? Your other friends, they might be around, maybe, but they got their own life. They got their own situation they're dealing with. But your yeah. family's still there and still willing to help you, even regardless of what you've done to some, them. Some of your family. You know, or whatever y'all went through, even what they've done to you, they're still there. And see, it's one thing that's interesting, you know, we, when you ever see, you know, you know, the, the shootings, you know, when a white person kills, you know, some, some black person, you always see the family in the courthouse talking about, I forgive you for what you did to my family members and all of that. Nah. But we'll never forgive ourselves. We still got angry, hey, man, angry black folks. <laughs> we still got, your cousin stole something from you when you man, was a child. my Nintendo take back in 19. And you holding the grudge. <laughs> exactly. And you holding the grudge for, for something that happened years ago. And then you let time pass. Yeah. And everybody already know we just went through COVID. So we done had so many deaths. Oh, yeah. And, you know, we don't think about it in the moment because we, you know, frustrated or living our own life, but then we ain't forgave that cousin and then that cousin then died. And now we looking back at the good, the good times of that cousin, but you could have had so many more memories if you had to just forgave that little simple stuff. Let that stuff go. Heal your family. Go ahead. I'm going to take this whisk again on this one. Um, Not the whiskey sauce, the whisk. Y'all know, y'all who cook, you know, you take that... 
Whip it real whip good. good. That's it. <laughs> whip game Make solid. Um, so the whip game solid is that, and I'm gonna walk off after this one. Is vanity comes before a haughty fall? I think that's, that's it, brother. Pride comes before fall. That's what it is. Pride, not vanity. Vanity is another part of the Bible. But the pride, Rasul was talking about COVID. Yeah. And our family members that have died. Oh, yeah. And issues of people and friends. And the pride of it is, and I'm speaking from my personal life over this past year and stuff I had to deal with, that I had to, you know, depart from a friend because their pride was that caught them in a lie and they stood on it. And you wanted to lay in the the pride of you would not allow you to just nod nah, that was it and just say I'm sorry and keep, uh, I don't never say you're sorry. You probably know some sorry people in your family, but you should not be sorry. You should be apologetic about something and work to correct it. But the pride of an individual will make you lose something that's good in your life because you don't want to just be simple and be like, you know what, I messed up. Yeah. How can we work to make this better? Because that one simple move is the first step to making the relationship better than what it was before. Because now it's like, I can get back on the path of trusting you. So the change is get out of your pride and vain, arrogant sense of doing things. It's not about you. It is not about you. Yeah. It is not the fuck about you. Say it again. It is not. It's bigger than you. <laughs> That's what it is. That's I was looking for another way of saying it. Right. It's bigger than you. It's about the bigger picture. And right now, too many people are looking at the situation as if you're the sun. Yeah. In this current situation, you may be Pluto. (laughs) You may not even be Saturn. You might be on that asteroid belt. Right. (laughs) Asteroid way out there trying to get in. You didn't even hit the sun because this situation ain't got nothing to do with you. You just happen to be revolving around it. And it's attracting you to it because it's probably trying to teach you something. Change begins with self and looking in that, hey, this might not be the smartest move right now. You know, I might need exactly. to back up off this just a little bit. Exactly. But no, that, that's just me. And if we you know we don't have to continue on this change thing, we just kick it. No, no, situation. I like this. I like no, this, this change. Is good because change is good. <laughs> you know, a lot of it. It, it it takes for you to kind of admit that you're not as good as you thought you were mm-hmm. or as perfect or, or whatever. And a lot of people are not willing to accept that they have flaws greater than what they thought. Yeah. And life got a way of uh, showing you that you're not perfect. And it's great to to have. And that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Can, can you imagine if you had to be perfect? That's a lot of pressure to put on somebody or yeah. on yourself. And a lot of us hold ourselves to these impossible standards. And so when they find themselves not meeting it, meeting it, they get upset or, you know, or whatever. But I think that it's important for us to, uh, to give ourselves grace. So when you give yourself grace, you're more likely to give others grace when, you know, they've wronged you. But I think that's a part of that change. See, the, and the thing is, again, you know, dealing with people who've wronged you, you know, we fail to accept the fact that we've wronged many people ourselves. Yeah. So we have an issue. It's like we want forgiveness, but we don't want to give forgiveness. Yeah. And that's where the issue comes in. 
you want it, but you don't want to give it. And so there has to be a, a, a give that you have to accept the fact. Like you said, it's not that we're, we're not perfect. No, we are not. However, we should be all striving for perfection because just stating we're not perfect, it puts us in a state of mediocrity. Or uh, giving yourself an excuse to uh, stay to exactly, stay in, what, exactly. Or to do worse. Well, we yeah. ain't perfect. And so you stay exactly at? where you are because <laughs> you're telling yourself you're not perfect. Yeah. Was that mediocrities? I absolve you all. You know, so, <laughs> so you have to accept the fact that, yeah, you're not perfect. We are not perfect, but we should be striving for perfection. Yeah. And in that striving, it helps us grow. And even past that, let's let's take it another step further. When it comes down to it, you still have to acknowledge the fact that the people around you are not, they don't think like you. Oh, they don't think like you. You can't expect you out of of somebody else. else. That's my biggest quote. Like, in order to change, let go of that. Like, and too many of us have been in fair relationships and we blame it on the next person. But if you sit down and we look at your past relationships, how much of it was your just arrogancy and jackassness? <laughs> like, he did certain such a certain way or she did things in such and such a way and I wouldn't did it like that. Well, guess what? They ain't you. Yeah. Because if they were you, that'd be a whole other conversation why you <laughs> how you clone yourself and have sex with yourself. So we're not in this. <laughs> This is not a uh, weird science. This is reality. <laughs> I forgot about that movie. That was my movie right <laughs> this is not weird science. This is the reality. And the reality of it is that if you walk around understanding that that person is that person, that is the reason why I got with them. Yeah. This, that's where we go wrong. I got with them because I like them as they are. But when I got with them, did I expect them to be like me? Or I expect them to be the way I want them to be convoluted, delusional, crazy thinking. <laughs> that's, that's all it yeah. is. And you can't grow with an ass backward thought. <laughs> that's know? right. That's true. That's right. I, I really want you to hit on that, uh, Russell, about, uh, about expecting other people to behave the way that you want to. Yeah. Or like y'all say, expecting you out of other people. You know, it- you know, I got two sides to this. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. In general, yeah, you you definitely cannot expect people to be the way you want them to be. Now, given and I hate it, you know, it is what it is. Women do that shit a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Women expect, or they they make there's that delusion. Yeah, they make up a story in their mind of how this person is, or yeah, this person is like this A B C D, and sadly, you know. It's it's always out of good intentions because women see the road to hell is paved with good intentions, brother. (laughs) Yeah, but we're not talking on that level. (laughs) (laughs) You can't hear the voice of God. (laughs) But so it's out of good intentions because see the thing is the woman sees the potential in every man. That's right. The woman and and her friends too. Yeah, and her friends and loved ones. Yeah, they see the potential. But see, potential is, what is potential? Potential is something that is not yet developed. It is a possibility, but it has to be cultivated in order to bring that out. And so then you're talking about- that an object at rest will stay at rest. Exactly. Until a force- Outside. Yeah. Outside force. Come on, on, outside Outside forces tend to mess with it. Yeah, puts that energy into it. 
in order to bring what kinetic energy. Uh-huh. Come on, come on. <laughs> for, and they're gonna take it straight back to the law. For every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. So that means that something has to take place. There has to be a particular motion to take place to bring that potential into uh, reality. Yeah. And so, but so the ladies get caught up in the potential, and then get frustrated when when that potential is not met. Yeah. But at the same time, there are things that can be done to to bring that potential out. Yeah. Um, a lot of times, women just give it agitation. <laughs> but 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 hey hey but guess what though but it works what, though. what does agitation do when you put clothes in the laundry you're you're agitating the clothes but the agitation brings the dirt out uh-huh. and so a lot of times men don't like you know, again we're talking about change today yeah you know men don't like that shit you know stay go, dirty. Go, yeah. dirty i want to stay like, i don't like this agitation <laughs> Ugh. you know my goddamn nerves but if it's done in the right way Bring it out. brings the dirt out without with, with minimal, and that's why I say in a, in the right way because there's a way you do anything. Yeah, you can't do it. One of my favorite uh, phrases: you can get a lot more with honey than with vinegar. It's a way you do it. It's the way you say poetic something. Individual over here, I'm telling you, <laughs> that's so, three thousand for you. But again, though, that goes for men and women. Right now, we're talking about women, though. Yeah. And so if you're bringing something to your man or your husband, your boy, whatever, in a route or in a way that's going to appeal to what needs, what you need out of him, you're, you're digging, you're cultivating to bring that goal out, but you're not doing it in a way to tear him down. Yeah. But if you're, if you just hearken on him and see, you ain't, you ain't shit. Yeah, I, I knew you were going to, you come in with that, that negative energy, brother ain't going to respond to that. Not in the way you want them to. Yeah. Matter of fact, you're going to go into the opposite. And what do men do? We're going to look for some pleasure elsewhere. Sadly, if we're undisciplined, you know, we're going to try to find pleasure elsewhere because you getting on my nerves right now. That's or, why everybody walking around with side pieces. That's why everybody walking around with side pieces yeah. now, though. Because guess but what? side pieces yeah. ain't the meal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Uh, it's uh, an appetizer. It's an appetizer. But it's it's something to get your mind off of job. what's happening at home. Exactly. You know, I instead like of said it. Hold you over. You about to say Hold that. you over. You know what? It, 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 expectations is something else. Because guys no go for expectations. <laughs> yeah. no, have oh, you ever heard that in so long? Mad TV. Mad TV. See, this is a whole millennials <laughs> room. But we the older millennials. Y'all ain't y'all know about no Mad TV. Man, look. <laughs> have you ever seen two guys arguing over the principle of something? Like, two guys that get mad at each other because one guy feel like he should have did it the way that he was thinking. You're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I heard about an argument where a guy was arguing, well, I would have did it like this. And the other guy was like, nah, I did it like this because this is the way I do it. This is how I care about you. Mm. No, but it's the principle. You should have told me. They were literally arguing about taking care of each other. But they didn't like the way the other person went about helping helping them. Facts. So with a Mm. lot of us, we look at what our principle, what the principle is, but we forget that other people have different principles. Yes. And different ways that they go about that same principle. Like if you care about, had a real good lesson when I was a kid. And um, we were learning how to give service. I was, um, I think I was in hands-on Atlanta. And they had a project where we had to um, take care. They had the uh, counselors act as homeless people. And they gave us all these materials and things like that. And we had 10 minutes to build a house. 
for this homeless person. So we was just building up everything. We were getting everything done. And when we stopped, this homeless person said, well, you know, I don't like the color blue. And the other one said, this house ain't got no, ain't got no windows. And, you know, I, I like open spaces. There's too many rooms. And, and it hit us that it was like, at first it was like, they keep complaining about everything. They weren't complaining. You yeah. never asked. Right. You never asked what they wanted. And a lot of us go around and we think that we doing somebody a favor. Well, we never asked if they needed the favor. First of all, we never asked what, in, in what way could they be helped that they needed. Like, I remember it was a, it was a girl I was dating and she had fixed me a big plate of food. But I was vegan. Right. And so here she goes, she fixed me all this stuff. It was, I, I appreciated oh, the effort. <laughs> I appreciated the effort. But baby, I can't eat this. You know what I'm saying? I, I appreciate it, but th this got to go to somebody else. And she was highly upset when I told her I couldn't eat it. She wouldn't even listen. Like, but you didn't even get take time to get take a chance to get to know me to understand what it is that that would be helpful. Exactly. And I think a lot of us guys we do that with each other. We got uh, or and we do that with other people in the world. We think that the world is supposed to be this way, when the world doesn't think the way that we think each other. So I think that's a change that have to happen within ourselves. Is we got to look at the situation and find out what's the best thing yeah. for that situation for that person. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times it's like you said another time. Last, it's yeah, observing, show. yeah, observation. Find it out. Observation is so important, and that's what you're talking about right now. It's one thing to decide I'm gonna do something for someone, but it's another thing to be observant enough to know. Oh yeah, whether you ask or not. Yeah. Cause see, the thing is, if you're not if you're dealing with somebody you really don't know like that, no, you better ask. It makes perfect <laughs> sense to yeah. ask. Sensual. But if you're dealing with somebody who you know, or at least you should know, you've been around, it's your wife, your mm -hmm. husband, or whatnot, or dealing with for, for the man side, your wife in particular, or yeah. your friend, you if you're observant, you know what they like. Yeah. You know how they are. You know what they're gonna respond to. You should have an idea. You so better. off of that, you better. <laughs> So off of that, then you can move and make a, 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 a make a, a, a move on something that brings out the best. And they say, damn, damn, how did you know? That was the, that's what I want. That's what I like. That's all you talk about. God damn. You know, so, <laughs> so no. But if you're dealing with somebody you don't know, you got to ask. Because yeah. if you don't ask, then how do you get upset when, when the response is not what you thought it was going to be? You can't get upset. You can't expect something from someone that you don't know when you haven't given them the opportunity to, to even share with you how they like it. Mm. Bless you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think that that's one of those things that we have to really, a lot of us are not really appreciative of our time Ooh, and the time that we spend with each other. Because when you are in, or what they call it, a state of gratitude, mm. you know, living in this country is a lot better than living in other blessing places that you curse. can be. Mm -hmm. So a lot of it, like you said, blessing and the curse. So many people focus mm -hmm. on the curse that they forget the blessing. Mm -hmm. You know, so many people forget about what they do have. Like they, they so focused on what they don't have out of life that they forget about the blessings that they do have. I remember when, at, at one time I couldn't have children. Mm. And I hear people complain about their kids. Oh, my kids getting on my nerve and you know, I got a, a, a pace of child support, my baby mama, or they complain about their car or complain about their home and complain about, you know, this. I'm like, man, do you realize that you have a blessing that somebody would take? 
it's people out there who would who would trade in their best day for your worst day. Mm-hmm. Because you know when you when you see on the other half or the other side of things, you remember at that time when you were playing for praying for a position, and a lot of us have things, and mm-hmm. those things come with responsibility. Mm-hmm. It comes with its own thing. Like you got people who have, you know, they so frustrated with the employees. Well, remember when you, you it was so hard for you to find somebody to, that that was a match for that position. Mm-hmm. You remember how many people you had to hire and fire and get to know, and then they were stealing all yes. your staples and they were gone. You know, they changing their time on it. You know, and when you find a good employee, a lot of us are are neglectful. A lot of us we don't understand the blessings that we have. You looking at your clothes and going, "Man, I need to go shopping the time," but you got clothing and you got clean clothes. You know, a lot of us don't realize, you know, you're sick of that car, you want a new car, but that car, you remember when you had that other car, you was constantly in and out of the shop, and that car is getting you where you need to go. Now, it's okay to want better. It's okay to want to want things. That's not to say you shouldn't want anything, but have gratitude for what you have. Be thankful for the things that is in your life. And that's not just so you can get something else. Just be thankful for the sake of being thankful. Remember when you didn't have, as you're saying. Yeah. Like, Again, I speak of my life on the show at different points, and uh, uh, I was talking about the time period where my family lived in the hotel, time period where I was actually slept in a car before, uh, time period where I didn't think I was going to make it for a few days. Like, they were giving me a countdown. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I'm talking about COVID. (laughs) Coding out. My brother's... I need you to make it. Not- I had to bring him some herbal remedies. He was, <laughs> he was playing games. He I was, was like, "You still in the hospital?" Bro, he it's called every me from day. The I said, nah, I didn't even know he nah. was in the hospital." Yeah. You're like, "What's going on?" You, yeah, man, I'm, I'm all right. <laughs> I'm sitting here. Don't give me that bare white voice, man. Something's going on. I'm here. I'm <laughs> like, oh, oh, man, you know, I just got a touch or something, you know. Yeah, nah, didn't like, he was on his deathbed. <laughs> and I was like, I was nah. like, you still, I was like, nah, I went straight down to the herbal store because these doctors on the fuck they was talking about. I got the herbs, I got the whole tonic. Brody was like, the doctor said, drink this every hour. I called him back the next day. I drank one cap full. I said, what? <laughs> no, every hour. My brother, I told y'all, man. He was out the hospital the next, what, what? Two days later, you was, you was out the hospital. Good family, And had man. been in there for a goddamn week and nothing had broke. I was mad at that hospital, but I was mad. <sighs> but I'm here. So again, you have to be thankful <laughs> for, you know, good friends. Yeah, like family, like family, a lot man. of us are not appreciative of the small things that can make major changes in your life. Like we we use these big terminologies and things tonight. So we talk about the catalyst. A catalyst is that thing in a an experiment that, regardless of what happened, it doesn't change, but it changes everything around it. That mm-hmm. small thing of Man, I'm praying for you. Yeah. That friend is telling you, get off your ass and go to the gym. That's right. That's that small thing. And they don't change. They say the same thing over and over and over. Then you finally get off your ass and go do what you're supposed to do. Yeah. And you make that change in your life. 
Everything around you has now changed. Yeah. But that Make one that person, change. Right. Come on, Michael Jackson. Come on, Michael Jackson. That man in the mirror. Right. You, know, you, gotta, you gotta step out there and do these things, man. <laughs> so, you know, the being thankful for where we are versus where we were is always something that many of us don't appreciate. Yeah. Yeah. We talk. We, we don't appreciate the oh God. We woe is me. Yeah. Woe is God. I don't have good health. God, I can't do well, brother and sister. Shit ain't working. I ain't I ain't making no money. They won't hire me. I'm going through this. I'm going through that. But yeah. see, when we are taught as FOI and as men, we are to meet and overcome, overcome all, all obstacles, obstacles in our path. path. That yeah. is it, brother. Meaning that we can't. We can't stop at the woe is me. We can't get caught up in what's not happening. Mm -hmm. That means we got to make something happen. We have to be scientists. We have to be gods. We have to make it. Ooh. You have to bring it into existence. Kum, fire, kum. Be, about, and it is. I'm about to jump on that track yeah. one time. So, and be you want to beat your chest. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's yeah. right. That's, now, that's it. This is grown men having grown conversations about real stuff in our lives. And we yeah. got about a couple, about 15 minutes left. Make sure it's down time. You, I, I love how you just brought about that. We talked about changes and we talked about being grateful and everything. But both of these have to deal with right now where we are, as in particular, black men. We like to sit on truth because truth is the safest ground that you can stand on. Oh, yeah. And it's not emotion. That's right. The reality of the situations that the world is set up against, in particular, the United States of America and whatever's going around, is set up against black men and and their rise and their development. Correct. Let's be honest about this. Yeah. So when you have a lot of black men who are striving to be better, and this is how we get into the dope game. Yeah. And folks don't understand how y'all start selling drugs, how you do this. Let me tell you, what happens is that in life, when the system is set up against you, you have to find ways to develop and grow. So we have young black, we have grown men nowadays who done went through the matriculation of life, then went and got their PhD, their MBA, SBA, GDA, FBI, CDI, all these different, uh, all these different letters. <laughs> right. You got the full alphabet. They BS degree. Right. You got the full alphabet, but what it, it develops right back down to that, a BS degree. Because you can walk into a job qualified, yeah. overqualified, yeah. and somebody who's and not- get rejected. And get rejected. And then you see someone who you know ain't qualified for the job, they get the job. They mess it up too. And, and fuck it up the whole time. Yep. But then they be like, and then you hear that same, like, God blesses you to be around the, the hiring manager yeah. and hear them complain about it later on. And you look at it and like, well, you I hear that other person. Why didn't you yeah. hire me when I came in there? Why did you hire this person over there? But, and it's nothing against my black women. Love them. You all get into the system. And you forget how you were before you got into the system. Yeah. Like I have a sister who was um who works for a a leasing apartment, right? And she was talking, she's a single sister. She has three children. And she had to get, she was struggling for a number of years. Then she finally got some help with some somebody else. And like within like a year and a half, domino effect to help help help. help. She got a job. She got an apartment. She got blah, blah, blah. So she, now she's on, on the good foot. She's oh. in the system, right? So she was talking about, I heard her having a conversation about how she does not like 
you know, the rental system program was going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she was talking about how she doesn't like it when the people in the apartment complex get the rental assistant to come pay for their rent. She said, we rejected. I rejected. She said, we she said, I rejected. Wow. She said, I rejected. It just takes too long. It's not like they're going to give it to us in the next 30 days. Wow. In Georgia, it takes a couple months a lot of time. So yeah. it takes a month, and I, I just rejected. I looked at her. And I had, and I didn't say anything, and I should have because I wanted to cuss her out, but I wanted to remind her sister, where were you a few days ago? Oh yeah. my God, you were just so there. Bad. You were Ooh. just there, and you forgot. Now that you're in the house, what it's like to be outside the house. Yeah. And what too happens too often time is that, again, you get in the house, and then you're in the house with a bunch of women, but you forget that they don't want the man in the house. Yeah. So you're not trying to. Help a brother find a situation, or or even just you know be considerate of him. Now you're looking down on the man because he's outside; mm. he can't get it. But going back to what you're saying, I'm about to let the moonwalk off yeah, this microphone yeah, about yeah. meeting and overcome all situations. Is that this is how again the brothers get into the dope game? Yeah. They start finding ways to make the money, and I'm not justifying that dope game because that's how some get into that one. But this is how other brothers start. Now you see so many brothers are coming together to find the ways to make things happen because we're meeting and overcoming situations and getting out that thought process that they've been given. Yeah. Mm. A bow down when the West Side coming to your town. Gotta be be an ice cream person. (laughs) So so on what you were dealing with, and you touched on this lady who, you know, she basically forgot just, what, maybe a few months, weeks, years, whatever, ago, that she was just on the bottom couldn't get anything right and something happened that blessed her to to be successful again that's it but now she sees some other person that is not successful and then she basically shits on them and puts them in a state of well i ain't gonna help them because you know i don't want to deal with that they're not they're beneath me in her mind and what she's saying now i bring this up because I'm starting to hear a lot of people. I heard it on one of those bullshit podcasts that nobody don't know what the fuck they talking about. I'm sorry, I gotta say it like that. But somebody was start talking about how, oh, you know, being humble is a bad thing. Being humble is bad. We we shouldn't be humble because humble is you know beneath you and you're putting yourself at a uh, at a lower state. Oh, you're lowering yourself. Go. Now let me correct that shit. Let me correct that <laughs> shit real quick. I got to call it like it is. Let me correct that. So at the end of the day, there's nothing wrong with being humble. See, people have to understand that their perspective of what humble is, is not based on you lowering yourself. It's focused on the fact that you are not better than your people. A a person cannot rise higher than the condition of their people. That's That's true. You can't. That's true. So if your people, I don't give a fuck how much money you got. I don't care how rich you are. I'm, I'm what Jay Z say, still, still nigga. a nigga. You know, you cannot rise higher than the the your the the masses of your people. Yeah. So if my, the masses of my people just struggling and striving and surviving, that means that it's my job to help lift them up. Exactly. And in order to do that, I have to be humble enough to make that happen. Exactly. And I can't if I'm telling myself and telling other people not to be humble. Because I have all these great things. Why should I, you know, lower myself? Because I did all this great work and I've made all these accomplishments. The accomplishments stand for itself. But at the end of the day, as the the actual meaning of it, having a low or having or showing a modest 
or low estimate of one's own importance, meaning that you are not more important than the person that is poor just because you have success. Say the greatest of that's you should difference. be brother. Exactly. That'd but be that's far, the brother. difference. Yeah. You have to accept the fact that you are no better than that person just because you are successful. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, we all go down into the same ground when we die. And if you are a person that supposedly, uh, oh, I'm a God-fearing, God-loving person and all that good stuff, if that's you, then you should never speak on that. You should never talk about it. And the reason why is because God himself said, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven, forgive their sins and heal their land. So... I don't want to hear nobody that claims that they believe in God talking about they, they uh, humble is a bad thing yeah. or being humble or I don't have to be humble. You shouldn't be humble. No, you should. But uh, I got uh, I'll, I'll stop there. I'm about to salt bait this Go bitch. ahead, salt bait. <laughs> <laughs> I need brother hit something. Sprinkle. Sprinkle me, tickle me, E-40. <laughs> um, so I got this from my father and please forgive me if I misquote this one. But I got it from Our my dad. father who got it from the minister who got it from from Minister Farrakhan, who got it from the Honorable Muhammad. My father told me this years ago. He said that the people hate to see people. It's two situations. Like we were talking about the young lady looking at the other woman who went through the situation, don't like it, I don't do it, but I, you know, I'm not going to help her. Yeah. It, that version, you know, seeing other people who like that and then who remind you of where you came from. And then seeing people, when you come from bad to good, like you become poor to go rich, they don't like to see the people that they grew up with. Mm. So I'm saying this wrong, probably, but get the gist of it. He said, people hate to see folks that they came up with or that remind them of the situation because it reminds them of their bad times and in their past, and they don't want to go back to it. Mm. So therefore, when they see people in similar situations, they tend to run from them. They're old friends. You tend to stay away from them because they remind you of where you came from and you think they're going to bring it back up. Remember when you used to sleep on the couch and I was there for you? Yeah. You don't want to hear it. You don't want to go back to that thought because you're trying to escape it. Oh, my sister, I'm going through the same situation like you did in your past. Can you help me out? Nah, I don't leave me alone. But they'll donate to their enemy. Boom! <laughs> Boom! Oh, oh, look at that word. Red Cross and took all the money. That will be magical then. Or, that we, that's the one. I mean, you know, it, it's so funny that, you know, when people have these changes in life and they're post change, that they forget that they are us. You understand what I'm saying? It's like, especially black folks. And it's more than just black women and black guy men and you know children and everyone else. It's all of us. It's like when they get up, you know, they get up and they before the cameras and they get the pose. They're like, forget you, Negroes. Right. So, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, when, when it comes to that, we have to realize, you know what? Killer Mike got a dope song on his album. Which one? It's a song that he's talking about. Uh, this is for Jackie. Mm. And he, uh, Minister is quoted on it. Okay. And he was saying that, I think it's this is for Jackie song, but anyway, um, he was, he, he was saying on there that, uh, and I'm paraphrasing heavily, basically, don't make fun of your enemies. 
or 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 your friends or anyone else that are going through something like you know whatever an addiction or something because the same thing that they're susceptible to you can fall for the same thing you're not exempt from that and so we have to look at when we're looking at life we got to look at people through the eyes of grace because you know as y'all know you know i my, it's my job it's my, that i get paid to help people you see what i'm saying mm. and i've met people who've had businesses and employees and contracts and making millions of dollars a year when COVID hit, it shut everything down. Mm, they they right. drained all of their funding, and they they wouldn't even wasn't even hired at the dollar store. I've I met people where they were being very humble, say, "Hey, can you just help me do X, Y, and Z?" And then I do a follow up with them. Do they sixty day follow up? And I met a woman, and she was telling, me, "Well, you know what? I'm doing great now. I would like to donate." I said, you want to donate? She said, yeah, I didn't tell you that uh, my name is actually Dr. XYZ. And I just got hired as the director of XYZ program. And whole life changed. And they in the high six figures again. Mm. So life can go All back and week. forth. But I think that change that we're looking for is that fundamental change, that heart change. Mm. It's the thing. And we want to look for the change if you're changing for the better. Because some people were excellent people and they have allowed life to happen and to change their hearts and to change their minds when they can't even empathize with people, when they were the best people, when they had the best mindset. But life can happen to us all. We can go through those devastations and it's, it's important for us to give each other grace and to give ourselves grace. Because like we keep saying, like hurt people hurt people, but they're the ones that need grace the most. That's they're right. the ones that need these things, not to our own detriment, but sometimes when that person disrespects us, and sometimes when that person has done us wrong or that situation, we have to give people grace. That's right. A lot of times we have to give that job grace. Sometimes we got to give that situation, that child. That child that wronged our child, that school of that teacher that wronged our child. Because really, all of us are just trying to make the best out of life. Mm -hmm. so, and we try to do this right, whether we wrong in it or not. So what you're basically saying is we have to look past each other's faults to see each other's needs. Man, you better go ahead and break that down. Did you just say what I was trying to say, but smarter? <laughs> <laughs> and with that being said, we're going to close this out. Um, I'm going to dovetail off what you were saying before that, that something that I live by, I strive to be humble as much as possible. A lot of folks call me an arrogant nigga, but I get that a lot too. Yeah, but I don't think it's it's not arrogancy. So let me put some season on this for a lot of people. It's not arrogancy, it's just confidence. That's right. Yeah. Tell them again. It's a surety in self at this point. Arrogance is to walk around with the haughty spirit of you can't correct me. I don't walk around with that. If you tell me I'm wrong, I'm gonna just humbly submit. But the confidence is saying that I can do this. Even if I don't fully know how to do it, I'm gonna go to work to make it happen. Yeah, it does. So figure it out. That's the sense that I walk around with. But in my in this in this confidence of thinking, 
or the aura that I sit in, I also sit with above me is the, always the thought of when I look at other people, this is why I love to serve quite often. I've been doing it all my life. Is that when I look at people in a situation like you serving, there goes I, if not by the grace of God. Yeah. And for you, those who don't understand is that when you see that homeless person on the corner, when you see that person getting evicted, when you see that drug addict, when you see that sister standing on the corner selling their, her body, when you see the sister in the strip club, that could be you, if not by the grace of God. Yeah. Now, nothing wrong with the sister in the strip club, but the reality of it is I know a lot of sisters who are doing that because that's the only way they can make their money. But I know people who are doing it because that's extra money for them. Again, that could be you, if not by the grace of God. So be thankful for whatever position that you're in because it's always somebody worse. You complain, like you say, you complain about these kids, but it's somebody who just lost their kid. Children. Children, excuse me. Their children the other day. As I was talking before we got online, we were talking about women and the situation that we, you all get into with these men. And it was a sister who got shot seven times in the driveway earlier this week by her baby daddy in front of her children. Again, you complain about something, but somebody just lost their mama and a mama just lost their child. Mm. Quit complaining. Make the change that's best for you. Stay humble. Do what's needed to make your life go forward. And most importantly, quit expecting you, the next person. Because if you keep doing that, you set yourself up for failure. The biggest way to make to be unhappy is try to make everyone else happy. Make yourself happy. Real talk. That's my little closing thought. Rasul, you got one? Yeah. First and foremost, for those who probably wonder why I stopped him when he said kid, let's just be clear about it. Kid is a what? kid is a baby goat. And goats, if you are familiar in the, the Bible and Satanism and all that. They're bad. Yeah. No, no kids are basically, uh, or goats are something that is known exactly. for mischief. No, no, they're, they're known as beings of mischief. And they're um, looked at as, you know, as devils and they actually if you take and a lot of people don't know this but if you take a goat goats actually lead lambs to the slaughter oh wow goats lead lambs to their death they would literally walk them over a cliff if they were to lead it that's how goats are that's how mischievous they are that's why they're you know looked at as devils and they you know that's the symbolism between that but we were taught to call our children kids but our children's are not are not baby goats, so let's change the language. But on that note, uh, sit down <laughs> and be humble. <laughs> Go sit out. <laughs> Go sit down. I'd be from Atlanta. Know that one. Was that Maceo? And I sit sit down, be humble. That's uh, Kendra Lamar. Sit down. Now I'm talking about the be old humble. one, like uh, 2010. So I, sit I, down. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't oh, remember. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, I, remember but I don't remember. Really, really I don't remember real. who wrote it. I ain't gonna. I, I don't know. Macy with that two way chirp, the next tail chirp. It was so like many. That. No, that was my shit, right? Oh, yeah. Lord. Uh, we chirp. <laughs> <laughs> Some of these stories, my suit. Well, we were <laughs> chirping all over, the, all over the planet, man. What you talking about? <laughs> oh, my oh, goodness. Chirp. That chirp, boy. But they, they, they got real smart. They was like, damn, they, they saving minutes. <laughs> 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 Let's take the chirp. Gotta end this shit. This is ridiculous. You gotta go back to those. Uh, Free nights and weekends. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I know uh, younger cats don't know what we talking about. And lost everybody in this conversation. No. But everybody over the age of 
30 and laughing. No, actually, yeah. it's 35. Yeah, 2000s, early 2000s, understand. Early yeah, 2000s, they, they know. understand. They know. <laughs> <laughs> so I just want to uh, talk to the people out there, like, really make the change within yourself. Be humble. That's what we all we talked about. But you know what? I ain't change. got no ending quote. Y'all have done enough. Make that change. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, I mean, this, it was wonderful sitting down with the fellas, man. It's, it's, it's great having an, a, a place to actually speak and great to have your listening ears <laughs> out there yes. at whatever timeline that this reaches you. I pray that it's a blessing for you just to hear us just honestly talk as men. It, it's been, these two men have been a blessing in my life, and I want to put that in the airwaves to reverberate throughout time. We have been a what, my brother? We have been a blessing to me. <laughs> blessing. Yes. No, and I'm, I, I say that and I'm laughing, but I'm being very serious. Oh, the, the people that you put around yourself, the family that you choose, can be the, what, what did you call it? The catalyst. The catalyst. Give them their flowers. Give them their props. Acknowledge them and appreciate them and, and really nurture those relationships because people who care about you are going to do just that. Do not let it be too late to, to actually spend time with people and to tell them what they mean to you in your life. And that's whether it's a parent, that's whether it's a child, a friend, a teacher, a loved one, a co-worker, a friend, a family member, or just somebody that speaks to you every day on your way to get some Starbucks. Whatever it is, man, let somebody know because that may be the catalyst in their life. That's right. And with that being said, getting our sign off it is a big eared individual, Brother Yusuf Muhammad, Yams Creation on Social Networks. I thank you for tuning in, joining us this evening. I put on my Barry Manilow voice. <laughs> Let's sign out for the evening. Thank you all for joining and tuning in with us. I pray that you join us again. I'm going to pass the microphone to the big homie. Well, I am. Oh, it's, oh, oh I ain't the big homie no more. No, you're the big homie, but we got no, a guest. No, 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 we got a guest. I was going to let Excuse him me. Oh, he guess. ended it. Okay, go yes. ahead. Go ahead. I was going to give him the honor of ending it. Honor, honor dying. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you coming in. Uh, Y'all know it's me, Tim Hargrove, Dark Shot and Light. Um, you can find me on social media. Uh, find Anuba, Dark Shot and Light on everything. And just thank y'all for coming in. Let me introduce the man, the myth, the legend, the legend, the most interesting oh. man in the world. <laughs> Real talk. <laughs> Real talk, baby. Real talk. Yes. Thank you all for, for having me on your show. Um, this is Mr. International 3000, Rasul Muhammad. Of course, always here. You know, shed light, touch touch uh, bases with my brothers, and you know, just let's just keep growing. Let's just keep growing together, fam. And in addition to that, free Palestine. <laughs> Dropping the mic. With that being said, uh, tell somebody to tell somebody to tell your friend and get the other friends and their mama. Tune in, like, share, comment, pass this around. It's some good stuff coming. Like, it's gonna be it's, it's sexy too. So. Tune in. Ooh, sexy. Yeah. <laughs> Easy family. Holla, y'all. Peace.
This is Yusuf Muhammad, DM's Creation. This is Cocktails of Conversation that you're listening to. Tune in every Friday at 7 p.m. on all streaming platforms. Like, follow, share. Tell somebody to tell somebody to tell somebody. Look forward to you joining us.